This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. To be your friend, smiling faces. Show no traces of the evil that lurks within. Tops Barbecue is the best barbecue in Memphis. Love being able to tell you guys about Tops Barbecue every week here on the show. Proud to have them as a sponsor for the show. The bologna. That, that smoked bologna sandwich they rolled out. You got to try it. Barbecue is the best. Cheeseburgers are the best. Get the Tops Barbecue for lunch today. 16 locations, so plenty easy to get over to Tops, as John says. When you get there, try that smoked bologna sandwich. Try that new sweet and saucy sauce. They got to promise you you're going to like it. Don't worry, they haven't taken away their OGs, their original mild, the original hot. But this is something new and something worth trying. When Tops put something together like this, you want to give it a shot. Like that Fireman Burgers, their fantastic barbecue on top of their already fantastic burger. It'll fill you up in the best of ways. It's all good at Tops. All the way to the brisket, the pork, pulled pork, chopped pork, however you like it done. Top's going to do it for you the way they've been doing it for 70 years. Top's Barbecue, yes, 70 years and still smoking. All right, every day uh, on Mondays, not every day, on Mondays around this time, I get on the grill and I hand out respect in the form of burgers. Let's do it. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show, Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. So the other day, driving home after picking up the kid, get off on my Appling Road exit, and what do I see on the right? But John, a very ugly bird. It was a vulture. And you know you know what a vulture, when you see a vulture, you know what it is, because it looks so much different than all other birds. And he was standing guard, and he was watching basically the cars to see if anything was coming while his old... His vulture buddies, the rest of them, were tearing up a carcass, John. Yeah. Right off of the side of the road off Appling, okay? Can you envision that? Can you see it? And this other one was sort of standing out there. And what I've realized is, as the days have gone on since I saw this, was it, it was symbolic. You know who the vulture was, John? The vulture was Zach Kleinman. Mm. And let me tell you why. Because that carcass is the nets. It's real nasty over there. They got some issues. Got some guys don't want to play together. Got a, a, a superstar, wants the coach fired, wants the GM fired. Thing is about to be a tire fire, quite possibly. And old Zach Kleinman, he's circling. 
He's circling around up top just to see, as you said, John. He's sending, he's sending down beeper texts yep. just to check in on them to see as we get closer to this season. Hey, y'all ready to – y'all ready? How you feeling? How you feeling? No, seriously, uh, all props to Zach Kleiman because this is what you're supposed to do as a GM. As, as he stated before and stated publicly, if there are opportunities within your culture to get better, it is your job to make the calls and see. That's right. And so there's a good possibility here that nothing's changed with the Nets, that Joe Sy's still playing hardball. You didn't want Jalen Brown uh, and Derek White from the Celtics. Maybe you're still playing hardball, but it pays to see because it doesn't hurt anything, quite frankly. And I like the way it's positioned where right now, like we said earlier, well, you've made it clear that you don't want to come off Bain and Jarrett. Well, maybe you get to some point in conversations with the Nets a week from now, two weeks from now, or maybe you are ready to move off one of those. And it looks like you've come and given up something That's right. at one point. It looks like you've moved. Maybe that helps you in negotiations. But my point is here, uh, listen, I just like Zach Kleiman being the vulture circling. I like Zach Kleiman looking for opportunities to go in there and pounce possibly. Yeah. And, and listen, listen what? If it doesn't amount to anything and it's not within your culture or the price is too high, you know what you can do? You can fly away because you got a pretty good thing as it is with the way this team is constructed. You can fly away. So my first respect, Burger, is for Zach Klein and the way he's playing this thing. Uh, I hope he continues to do it in a very smart way. Second respect, Burger, respect. going out to the great Sue Berg. Was watching this weekend, I was. I've been watching a lot of WNBA of late. Uh, mostly because I'm hoping for my Chicago Sky to repeat as champions under Memphis and James Wade. But I watched Sue Bird yesterday, and she made history. She became the oldest player in WNBA history to record a playoff double-double. She had 18 and 10. She was looking like young Sue Bird, uh, 41-year-old Sue Bird, yesterday in their 87, well, excuse me, 97-84 win over the Washington Mystics and Odella Don. Uh, Elena Deladon. Uh, both of those totals, by the way, were high marks this season, season highs for Sue Bird. We know this is her final season at 41. She's calling it quits. We talked about her uh, when she played that final regular season game in Seattle, and it drew 18,000 people. Uh, and WNBA playoffs so far have been pretty fun. They have been uh, fun. And, and i tell you what, the atmosphere around them and just the way that it's covered, uh, both by ESPN and others, uh, it's been at a time where we need our sports and we can't wait for football to get back. WNBA's been putting a pretty good product out there. Uh, by the way, according to Stathead.com, just three NBA players have had a playoff double-double in their 40s. Those players, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, and John Stockton. Kareem is the only player to do it at an older age than Bird. So what she did, Sue Bird, as good as she was yesterday putting up that double-double, most folks, again, and that's including uh, the NBA, uh, we don't see 40-year-olds playing that well. So shout-out uh, to Sue Bird because i got to tell you this, it's about to end. They get the Las Vegas Aces next, the number one ranked Las Vegas Aces. And yep. I believe John's already got the title oh, yeah. handed over to the Aces. Ain't nobody beating them. They are the betting favorite. Which are Asia Wilson? Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum. Ain't nobody beating them, bro. Well, that, 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 hold on. Let my sky take care of business and win game three here against the Liberty. I believe that game is tomorrow. Let us handle our own business, and then we'll see. There's, we'll see. There, there's, there's, one, more, uh, there's one more player they have. That uh, your aces? Yeah, they're too deep, man. Well, they are the betting favorite. Chelsea Gray, bro. Chelsea Gray is ridiculous, bro. So could this could be it for Sue Bird advancing, but then uh, about to take on a juggernaut, the number one seed uh, next in the semifinals in the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, congrats on the respect burger, Sue Bird, and congrats on a fantastic career. Moving on. 
Another woman. Respect. Y'all see Sister Jean turn 103? Amazing. How about this? And on Sunday, apparently in Chicago, she was honored basically with a train stop, the train stop that runs in front of Loyola. Remember, Sister Jean has basically been sort of the mascot, been the face of that Loyola men's basketball team since they reached the Final Four in 2018. She turned 103 over the weekend, and yes, they're naming one of the train stops in front of Loyola after her. After her, They asked her at 103 years old what's been the key to the longevity. Here's what she said, John. I eat well, I pray well, I hope I pray well, and I sleep well, she said. Those are the keys. You do it, John, and you too can live to be 103. Now, I've done some homework here, and it appears that Sister Jean is not close to the oldest people still living. John, you know you got people out here that are 118 years old? Just take me out. In France. Just take me out, man, at that point. In France, you got 118-year-olds still living, according to my research. We've got a lot still. Yeah, 100 to 150 people. Let me go, man. 150 people live over 110? Uh, well over that are living right now well well over 100, Damn. like on into their one teens. What do y'all think? So Sister Jean's got a long way to go well, before I, I, she's going to be anything close to the oldest person living in the world right now. I think that's going to become less and less uh, uncommon, actually, over the years. I mean, I think with our, our, adva- I agree with you. our advances in medicine, I mean, people are going to live into their hundreds. It's not going to be necessarily like a marvel that it is and it has been. Because we have, we have, we we're gonna have, we're gonna have cancer cures. We're gonna have cancer vaccines. We're gonna have like we're gonna have those things. So Lucille Randone in France is 118. She was born in 1904. She's living right now. Damn. Now of the top 10 in terms of the oldest people, can you imagine? Three are from the U.S. We got two that are 114, and another, well, three that are 114. Do you know where they live them. by chance? What uh, part of yeah, the states? We got no. I don't. I don't have. Their, I'd be interested. One in what part of our in, United States? Uh, one, one of them lives in Orange Mound, I believe. No, that's not true. That is um, incorrect. Five of them are from Japan. Yeah, that, I there why we go. that is. There we go. It's they, they say that that diet helps. Yeah. The diet over there? Yeah. Yeah. Sister Jean, happy birthday. You get a respect cupcake uh, from the show here. Respect. And then finally, mm-hmm. and Bennett had mentioned this to me, and I, I, I hadn't been there, so I didn't know. But this weekend I went to the Cordova Malco to see Beast, the new Lion movie with... Idris Elba uh, taking his two daughters to South Africa. Crazy lion attacks him. I won't get into uh, the details of the movie. I want you to go see it. But inside that Cordova Malco, I must say, it's been renovated, John, in a way that I wasn't ready for. For some of you all, this is old news, but apparently in the spring, at least at this Cordova, uh, at this Malco, and I believe some others, they added this luxury seating. Have you all been to movies with the luxury seating in the touch button recliner stuff? I've heard about it. I think Collierville has one. Is it DMX or TMX? Is so, it similar to that? Uh, I, I don't know what DMX yeah. or TMX it's is. Like, it's but like what, something like you that. Push a, you push an, uh, an arrow, essentially, Ooh. and... Yeah. You're reclining an arrow to go back. Yeah. It's not. It's not like those old recliners you put. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That you got in your old your, your garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a push button thing, and, and I mean it's immediate. Yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable, and you you can lean it all the way back to essentially where you're yes. almost laying down in the bed watching the movie. Yes. The technology is awesome. Yes. And it adds so much to the movie watching experience that it actually made an okay, decent movie and beast fantastic. Because I was so comfortable by the seating. So if you haven't done it yet, and it shows how I'm, I'm, I'm telling on ourselves, basically, 
in terms of how long it had been since we'd gone to a movie theater to watch one because apparently these this got finished up at, at the Cordova, Malco, at least, I think back in March. It was during the spring. I'm not just now seeing it in August, but this push-button recliner seating makes the movie better, I'm telling you. So a fantastic uh, respect shout-out to the folks over at Malco. Went and saw Beast, made the movie even better. Had my kid jumping out of his seat. Uh, my wife as well. We were very comfortable as we watched the flick. So, again, a shout-out to uh, recently renovated movie theaters all over town. If Malco's done with this with all of them, genius. This You wonder, well, what's to keep me, what's to bring me to a movie theater these days when I can get everything streamed mm-hmm. or watch it, you know, whatever else on, on my TV in my living room? Well, it's experiences like this. And, and I found myself on Friday really enjoying it and looking forward to the next time I'll be in a movie theater with push-button luxury seating. That's great. I'm glad you had a good time. So you had a good weekend. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the, 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 yeah, Beast yeah, yeah. was good. Friday was good. I was going to give, give a disrespect dog to Beast. No, nah, you, you couldn't do that because you haven't seen it. No, I, I, I am going to give a disrespect dog, however, to uh, Garrett Cole. He's the recipient this weekend uh, for, uh, you know, really not being willing to bust a grape in a fruit fight. He was called to the carpet. I don't know if you saw this by Alex Manoa, the pitcher for the Blue Jays. Yankees have been struggling. They've been in. They, they're down bad. I mean, they are down bad. They finally did win one uh, against the Blue Jays on Sunday, but not before uh, Alec Manoa hit Aaron Judge with the wayward pitch. As it happened, Garrett Cole comes out of the dugout. He's pissed. He's hot. But he gets to the field, and, and he turns around, right? He, turns, he doesn't come out there. He turns around. Mm. So Alec Manoa was asked about this after the game, about Garrett Cole's reaction specifically. And, uh, and you know, he was apologetic to Aaron just, I, I'm having trouble with my command. I was not trying to hit you. It's nothing like that. Um, Alec Manoa basically said, uh, I think Aaron understood that, and if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi sign next time. They got the Audi logo painted right there on the field uh, as soon as you get out the dugout. Alec Manoa called dude to the carpet. Like, yeah, it, I will say, you know, coming out and turning right back around. He like, didn't want that smoke. Yeah, what does that achieve? He right? didn't want that smoke. Like that to me, that just says like you know. You're just not about it. You're not about that life. If you're gonna go out, if you're gonna come out the dugout, you're going that far. Why you turn around? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It's time. For, it's go time. You know. Yeah, I mean, I know. get it. You want to be a good teammate and all those things, but if you're gonna come out, come out. Maybe you thought better of it. You know, don't 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 be you know half ass with it, right? Yeah, and it's not like you necessarily have to throw punches to look like you're part of the of the outfit and look loyal. You can just no. be pushing your way out there and look part of it. Right. You don't have to work. You know, destroy the pitching hand or throw any punches. But when you turn around, it makes you look like you're not. You know, participating in team activity. He, he's a, you he, run the risk of that. You can walk past the Audi sign. So I haven't seen it, but apparently it, it stands out enough to where he's turning. Well, he's the only, everybody else is going one direction. He's going the other one. Well, he's he's the one that came out of the dugout. You know, I mean, that's the, I think that's the part that like you know flagged it all. You know, that his reaction. Yeah. You know, all right, check it out. But Alec Manoa said, if you're gonna come out, walk past the Audi sign, bro. You know, walk past the line, big dog. I liked it. I thought it was a good. Uh, Good response by him. I don't think he meant to hit Aaron Judge. I don't. I don't think most guys tend to want. I mean, I think there probably is some bad blood, you know, across. I don't think this was an instance of that though. Um, so anyway, the Yankees did win. Gotcha. Back. Uh, they're back on track, baby. Nah, I, wouldn't, back I, on wouldn't track. Go, I wouldn't go that far. They're gonna need to do a little bit more winning to get back on track. I, I, you know what? What's better though than a series with the Mets? What better to get back on track than against you know the 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 New York Mets in the Subway Series? But the Mets are throwing like Scherzer and Degrom out there. Of course. Of course. So it's going to be tough. I like the Yankees to take this series. I know it's hot. 
but I, I like him. I like him this week. All right, uh, we'll come back. Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him uh, about the Grizzlies' uh, involvement in the Kevin Durant trade and some NFL and college football. Stick around. Jason and John. 90- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Jason Fitz, the host of Spain and Fitz, is all over ESPN. He joins us every Monday. And he joins us now. Well, Fitz, we made it, man. We made it to week to week zero. We're here. Uh, yeah, and it feels like it's been forever, honestly. Like, let's just be real. I think we're all so stinking excited at this point for football. And it's it's weird, as you say, you know, we made it to week zero. It really hits me. I've heard a couple of people comment about this. Like, But realistically, we spent so much time this summer just absolutely basking in what does realignment look like and what conferences are going to do what and what TV deals are doing what. Usually we spend the entire summer in college football just sitting around talking about like what's the big matchup or what's the team we're not talking enough about. But instead, this year, we've spent the time talking about drama. It feels like the, the college football world's been kissed by the love of the NBA because we've been covering it about the same way, you know, which is exciting. But now we actually have, you know, games to talk about, and I'll always take games over any of it. Is it an Alabama-Ohio State world and the rest of us just trying to get enough this year, Fitzy? Or is there somebody else you'd put in there in terms of legit national championship contender? I think we are sleeping on Georgia a little bit. Just not, Look, I understand Georgia lost, you know, 752 players. That's about, you know, don't Google it. That's accurate to the NFL draft. Uh, I understand that. But I also think that some schools get benefit of the doubt in the way they recruit. And if you look at the recruiting numbers for Georgia year in and year out, they've proven that they can recruit with anybody. Now, I would argue that the great monkey on the back for Georgia and their success has been can they beat Alabama. And, you know, there has to be some sort of a sigh of – you know, relief when you go through that national championship. And now you turn around and say, hey, this is who we are and this is who we can be. So, you know, I think that op- uh, there's a real opportunity for Georgia to prove a lot of people wrong. They're being slept on at a level that it just feels like it's going to give a lot of ammunition to that locker room. Then the other side of it is if, if most of us do believe that the SEC and the Big Ten looks as good as they look, then I just have to wonder, you know, at some point what the ACC, that somebody could run through the ACC. Now, NC State's got a great defense, but – 
you know, I still think Clemson gets a lot of benefit of the doubt if DJ Uyunglele can be as good as they thought he could be. So I think somebody will rise up and, and really challenge. But, uh, yeah, right now, I mean, I, I think the safe bets are, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, and then whatever else happens from there. So the news of the day here locally, Fitz, is that the Memphis Grizzlies have emerged, according to Shams, as a uh, suitor for Kevin Durant. Uh, they're not willing to include, as of yet, Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson Jr., but they will throw in a very compelling package that does include rubles. Um, wh- who, who leaked this? What's the point um, if the Grizzlies aren't willing to include any good young players? Yeah, so I think part of the point, anytime, and you make a great question there, like who leaked it? Like look at the source, figure out who benefits from the leak, and you'll have an idea of who leaked it, right? So I think the only benefit in this leak in this leak is KD's camp keeping everybody, you know, remembering that there is interest and trying to drum up more interest from other teams. Like, frankly, if I was Memphis, look, this is the great determination every team in every sport has to make at some point. You're going all in. Are you going to mortgage everything and try and do it right now? Uh, if I'm Memphis and I got John Morant and I got a chance to put him uh, right next to KD, I don't know that there's basically anything I wouldn't give up to do that. I, I think we're sort of sleeping on how stinking good KD is in this process and air quotes what he's worth, but if you got if you got Ja and KD, then you're a finals contender with almost anything next to you. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I don't know that I would be as protective as those young guys. But my in my mind, that's just a leak that comes from KD's camp to try and drum up more conversation. And we do need to remember the last two weeks, for the first time in about two years, most of the NBA executives have been on vacation. So now that they're all cycling back out of vacation for the first time since pre-COVID, a couple of the insiders I've talked to said they expected to start seeing movement this week. So it makes sense that this is a nice, cute little rumor to get everything kicked back into gear. How concerned would you be, Fitzy? And I hear you on the, I mean, you got to get him. He's a once-in-a-lifetime score. But how concerned would you be that, okay, he agrees to come initially, come to Memphis, I'll play with John Morant. But then a year from now, year and a half from now, He's all, you know, he, he gets in one of his moody ways and says, I want out, or I want your coach fired, I want the GM fired. Like, how concerned going into this would you be about giving up, you know, a lot of your future, maybe some good players, good young players right now, for a moody Kevin Durant who maybe he changes on you by next year? This becomes the great what makes it worth it conversation that's really hard. If, if you're telling me that the Grizzlies win a championship, and all of a sudden, a year after that, KD's like, I want out, and the whole future of the franchise looks like it's mortgaged, and for 10 years you're not going to be good. Was it worth it? I think so. Maybe I'm that thirsty for a championship. If you're telling me that KD and Ja get to the second or third round a few times and it doesn't really result in what they thought, and he's frustrated and he walks away, well, it's never worth it for anybody. But the one thing that I think is a little different, and, and I mean this with the love and respect you guys know I have for Memphis, it's different than it is in Brooklyn, right? Like, I always thought the hardest and weirdest part of KD going to Brooklyn was that you're going to a city where if you have a bad game, the pizza guy's going to yell at you while you're ordering a slice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there is no place to be invisible in New York. And as important as sports are to to Memphis, it's covered differently. It just is, right? So, like, you don't have 52 reporters at every single press conference badgering you about, you know, the way you sneered at somebody the day before. So, you know, we have to remember that we've seen insiders at ESPN reassigned on teams to follow players like LeBron, where it's like, hey, I cover the, the Cavs. No, all of a sudden, today I cover the Lakers, right? Like, right. the amount of coverage that would go to Memphis as a basketball city, Memphis, the Grizzlies as a team, 
I think that it'd be amazing to get the shine of the national spotlight. So maybe again, I'm too thirsty for for championships and fame. But my God, it feels like that. That's why it makes so much sense to me. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I have no hesitation about including Jaron. I mean, I know some people will, but I mean, you know, it's it's people get so attached to current players. You know, that's that's what happens. People get attached to guys that are wearing the uniform so much so that they'll just they'll ignore the fact that Kevin Durant is one of the best players of this generation, arguably the best scorer of his generation. Yeah, you'd be giving up some stuff defensively. But, A, I can't really depend on Jaron, you know, 82 games a season. And, B, he can't score the way Kevin Durant can score. You know, so I, I think that's a lot of the time. When you – like, you'll hear from Grizz fans today, Fitz, oh, don't do that. Don't – don't. why would they throw in Jaron – like, as if Kevin Durant's not one of the greatest players that ever walked the face of this earth. Yeah, and that's the hard part. Like, I love the fact that we love certain guys and become loyal to certain guys. And, like, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is an easy guy to root for. But at, at the end of it all, like, what do you want? The, the memory of a championship or the memory of a really great player? And maybe, maybe everybody with Memphis can grow to the spot that it's like, hey, this worked out and no big deal and we didn't have to mortgage our future. Sure, you can take that roll of the dice, but you could also take the roll of the dice that clearly makes you one of the two or three favorites. And, you know, the, the, the thing, I, like Vegas, huge casinos aren't built by accident, right? Like those mega resorts weren't accidentally built. So my reminder to everybody going into any season, no matter the sport, is take a look at not just the Vegas odds to win it all. I'm not talking about that. But look at the schedule realistically and ask yourself, how many of these games, night in and night out, will my favorite team be a favorite from Vegas? Because Vegas isn't wrong more than it's right, right? So if you look at it and then ask yourself, how many of those games would my favorite team be a favorite if KD was on them? That's a vastly different answer. So, like, sometimes you got to take your heart out of all of it and you just got to listen to what, you know, the experts are telling you on, on what the result would be. And, and I, frankly, I, I've had lots of Raiders that I love rooting for. Man, lots of guys that I absolutely – like, I, I loved rooting for the Rich Gannon, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice years. Heck, yeah. But if I was rooting for a different set of players and it resulted in a Super Bowl instead of a Super Bowl loss – I'd be in for that. What, what's the premier rivalry right now in the NBA, Fitzy? And I asked that question wondering if there is one and is there a place for whether it's Grizzlies, Warriors. I realize Grizzlies, Minnesota, the NBA is trying to make it that. They put uh, a Grizzlies-Minnesota matchup during rivalry week. But I'm trying to figure out, like, what's more attractive right now in terms of NBA rivalries than a, than a Warriors-Memphis-Grizzlies matchup Christmas Day and whatever else day, other day it falls on? I think the league would really love for Boston, Milwaukee to be sure. that right now. Um, I don't know that it is, but that's what they would love. You know, I think you make a good point about rivalry in general. And, and you know, it's part of the reason that, look, it was, I, I think it's a little stupid that on Christmas Day they're showcasing all of these great teams, but they left the Miami Heat, the one seed from last year's playoff, completely left out of that conversation. But part of the reason they're left out of that conversation is, Who's the team that Miami faces that everybody pulls up a chair and sits down to watch, right? right? Like, that's still the element. If you grew up my age, like, they're still, they're still shined to Lakers-Celtics whenever they play, no matter how bad the teams are, because it's Lakers-Celtics. I think right now within the league, you know, they, they, they want Boston-Milwaukee to be that. But I think on the West, yeah, the, the, the league putting the Grizzlies up against Golden State speaks to the fact that they love the Twitter conversation that's going on, and they love the yep. the little yapping that's going on, and they think that that can be the future. All right, so on to uh, on to NFL. Fitz, uh, Tom Brady is back. You know, we 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 were talking about this earlier last week. I kind of thought 
you know, it was it was him having second thoughts about that offensive line. He lost another lineman, by the way, over the weekend. Uh, but it turns out today that he just had uh, he had to take Giselle out to an exotic vacation. It appears in return for her allowing him to play. Um, if you're him, though, right? Are you like how much are you thinking about how your offensive line will look this season? Oh, I mean, that's a huge part of the conversation. And, you know, the funny thing is I talked to two different insiders today. I texted them and said, hey, big deal, not big deal. And one guy came back and said, absolutely a big deal. And the other guy came back and said, absolutely not a big deal. I don't think we know, right? But if you do have a guy, I think you have to – this is where you have to sort of stack up the, the evidence we have, right? So if I look back to January for a guy that stepped away from the game and then decided he was going to come back – it's fine if this pre-negotiated vacation thing was real, but I also think that if that's the case, the player and the team could have told us all that a long time ago in a way that wouldn't have made it a distraction and a huge conversation for weeks. Like, maybe they just don't care. But I, I buy that. But also, I, I don't buy that a coach wants to sit there and answer questions every day about what Tom's doing and when Tom might be back. So, you know, I think it's hard when you piece it all together to not look at it and say, man, it's at least fair to say, is Brady all in? Is like, is he good with this? Does he really want to play? Like, those are all, I think, reasonable questions that take away, not, you know, let's, let's compartmentalize his success, who he is on the one side, and then just look at on the other side of the action of the, the air quotes, does he still love football conversation? I do think that there's fair to have some of that if he's stepping away in the middle of camp and, you know, going on vacation. All right, two Raider fans here. Y'all tell me what the, what the playbook is in terms of reaction to this story from Dana White about Gruden shooting down the chance to get Brady and Gronk. Do you guys you guys just completely ignore this story today or do you go do you go puke it out early morning and then just try to get through the rest of the day? I think the Raiders as an organization better have sat down with Derek Carr at some point and if they haven't they better now and make sure that he understands it. But also like y'all I, I was really proud of my career as a fiddle player for sure. And but there were times that you'd walk into a room and I'd have all my stuff and I'd set it down, and there's a guy named Stuart Duncan that's played on every major record you can imagine. I mean, he's played on hundreds of millions of records sold, and Stuart's a fiddle-playing legend. If I walk into the room, no matter how much, if my best friends had a scheduled studio session, and I walked into the room, and I see that Stuart's also there, I'm not hurt. He's Stuart freaking Duncan. He's better, like, he's not only is he better than I am, he's got a better resume. I can look at it and say, okay. This guy, I understand why you would go for this guy. If you're, if you're Derek Carr, you have to understand why they would go for Tom Brady. But if, if they did make a viable real play for Tom Brady and John Gruden squished it, I think it's an, a real part of the question of ego for John Gruden. Did he have to be the face of the franchise? And a question of you-know-what's for Mark Davis because the team owner always has more power than the coach. And if you had a shot at Brady and Gronk, this isn't about Brady and Gronk being switched by Gruden. To me, it's about the fact that Mark Davis didn't have the hmm to stand up to, uh, to Gruden when he said no. Because yep. you certainly take a quarterback over a coach every single day. No, I puked. No, I'll be very uh, honest about that. Yeah, I mean, because that, that 2020 could have been our Super Bowl, dog. I mean, it, mm. I, mean I, I mean, I know we didn't have the defense that Tampa Bay had, but we would have had Tom Brady and we would have had Rob Gronkowski – you know, and it's like in one. And God only knows how many other free agents. Once exactly, there, we know yeah, what happens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was just one last shiv. You know, one last shiv from friggin' Gruden. What a debacle that was. Yeah. So when I did, I did a bunch of work with the team for fun in 2020, and at the end of the year, they were like, "Hey, we want to thank you for you know helping us out with some digital content." 
want to send you something. What can we send you? And I said, I want, it was the first season in Vegas. And I said, I want a Raiders jersey with the number 20, because it was 2020, with the word Vegas on the back. And they were like, yeah, we got you. We'll send it to you. And one of the guys said, do you, do you want somebody to sign it? And I thought about it for a long time. And I was like, well, yeah, I'd love to have the signed jersey. Put it up on my wall. And I thought, well, I can't go to any particular player because players change teams so much you never know who the guy's going to be. I was like, you know what? I'll go with Gruden. Nothing can go wrong with Gruden. He's a legend. And all that's happened since I put that up on my wall is the emails are now oh, there. So, you know, now I, I'm looking over at Gruden and I'm thinking, man, did this of all the jerseys. I got to keep the jersey. But still, it's like of all the jerseys. Man, yeah, that is that is truly nuts. Fitz, I got to ask you, man, and and um, it was it was remarkable, like just how open you were about it. But for those who may not know, uh, Fitz took a twenty three and Me DNA test. We all want to know where we came from. We all want to know what our you know our, our our backgrounds are, and and you somehow got a lot more than you bargained for when you got the result. <laughs> like like, how did this happen? So you know, I got I I decided I was going to do twenty three and Me this summer because I don't have any relationship with my family. So I don't really know a lot. Like when you go to the doctor and like, would you have a family history of this, 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 this? I don't know the answer to that. So I was like, you know what? I want to do 23andMe because it'll help me with some of that health stuff. So like, no worries. Did it, spit in the little tube, sent the tube out. Well, I, uh, I get a notification like, I don't know, 45 minutes before the show starts on Friday, before Spain and Fit show starts, I get a notification, your results are in. I'm like, this is awesome. So I click on my results. And it immediately says, you have two matches from other people that have submitted to 23andMe. And I was like, well, that's nifty. And I look over, and they're like, yeah, you have two half-sisters. I'm like, what? Wait, wow. excuse me? I don't have any half-sisters. Turns out that my dad had two kids he had no idea that he ever had. So I have. Uh, it's funny. I went into 23andMe thinking that I was going to get answers about where I came from and what I need to worry about. And what's crazy is these two, uh, these two women – Never knew my dad, and, and my dad raised me. Like until about a decade ago, we were we were very close. So you know, it's funny that the ter- the tables have turned. It went from me looking around saying I want to give answers to me messaging them nonstop saying, Hey, I know your dad. So what are your questions? How can I help you? So uh, certainly a wild moment to to wake up and find out you have family you didn't know you had. But uh, at the same time, that's sort of what you sign up for. So I would I would it, it feels freaky. It feels weird. But I would also say that there's a lot of good that comes from it from a lot of people that are just looking for answers. So I'm trying to take the positive of it, of the, but the weirdness is, yes, I, I now know that uh, I have sisters. So now I can be that guy that every time anything happens, I can say, look, guys, I have sisters. I understand this. But uh, all kidding aside, uh, it's it, pretty cool for 23andMe to link us, but also weirdly wild. And, and like, what's, your, what's your plan in, in terms of, like, next? Like, how, you know, how far do you sort of want to explore? Well, we're going to Zoom together because, again, they have so many questions. And, you know, I had such a strange and up-and-down life growing up. I, what I, I don't necessarily want to go through all of it like yeah. 52 times. So we're going we're gonna to get together uh, on Zoom, and wow. we're all going to, like, chat together. And I'm going to, you know, hopefully answer some questions. Um, you know, they, they both have – both of them have kids. And, you know, just trying to see where some of their tendencies came from and things like that, I think – you know, uh, I, I again, as weird as it sounds, I'm the lucky one because at least I, I know my dad. I knew my dad and can give them some insight into who he, you know, who he was yep. and what growing up with him was like. Because hopefully that helps them figure out a little bit of some of their mannerisms and uh, talents and, you know, and tendencies. So that's that's next. And then we'll see where it goes from there. Man, what a blessing. Awesome what, a, what a blessing. You gain some family, you know. I, I Maybe yeah. I, I need to do it. I, my dad was a Rolling Stone. I might have one of those <laughs> around here somewhere. 
Fitz, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. I always appreciate Thank you so your much, time, Fitz. Man. Have a great week. Appreciate you guys. Have yep. a great week. He is Jason Fitz. Have you taken a 23andMe? No, but, I mean, we have the exact same story in terms of my wife and, That's right. and the family that had opened up. That's Remember, exactly she, she, right. A half-sister from France ends up contacting her, ends up opening up an entire family that we didn't know about up in New York. Wow. And when we were in Jamaica, we were with that family. That's that new side of the family face. It's basically her Puerto Rican side yes. that she had not been in touch with, didn't know much about her dad's family, much like Fitz's instance. And, 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 and here's the thing. Like Fitz said, you're able to answer some questions sometimes. You're not able to fill up the whole puzzle, but you're able to answer some questions for each other that I think helps in terms of putting together that tree. Folks always want to know, you know, where did I come from? What's the story? No question. And in being able to fill in some of those holes, I think that's where it's so good for it. But, yeah, it started with the whole uh, 23 and Me thing. Same thing, uh, uh, exact same story. And I can't, I mean, a very similar story to Fitzy. And and we've we've been living it. What What he's that weirdness Fitz was talking about. We we just we've been going through it and getting to know these folks. But then you get through the weird. You they're, they're family. I mean, eventually it becomes that. Yeah. And, and it's just you weren't there the whole time. But it's truly family. Man. So heck of a story. It really. And he was. And we like, can relate. He was so honest and open about it. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Which is which is. Awesome. I completely relate to the weird feelings because it's yeah. like you don't want to throw it like are that. Well, they, you know, what do they know about us, and what do we know right. about them, and are we sure? Right, and, right, right. Yeah, you know, all of that stuff. Right. And so um, it, it can be overwhelming. It sounds like Fitz is right there, but yeah. I, I can relate to everything he's going through right now. Man, how about that? Good stuff yeah. there from Jason Fitz. We're to be, we've been talking all day about Kevin Durant, uh, possibly to the Memphis Grizzlies. I think you kind of know where we stand by now that it's, it was not a serious uh, – it, it does not appear to be a serious – I mean, this was leaked by uh, Durant slash the Nets to try, try to stoke interest. This was not a – the Grizzlies were probably made a call, you know, mm-hmm. and they said – we're not going to give up Jaron or Desmond. And then it said, thank you for the call. <laughs> and that's the end of it, right? Well, I mean, keep circling. They might, they may get more desperate as the season draws closer. Right. And, and, and you see what's up. You see just yeah. the, the offer in terms of what they want yeah. back. Does it go down? Yeah. Uh, anyway, sure. we'll be back. Jason and John, Eddie Turner, Fab, ESPN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And it is jobs with the best.com. Yes. Hey, 
It's jobswiththebest.com. Sometimes, like, it just comes in, you know, like, you can just kind of hear it, right? Like, the beat is just not where it needs to be, mm-hmm. you know, but we do the best we can. Every Always time. a beat on. We do the uh, we do the best we can. We're going to get through this entire show, and Kevin Durant has not yet been traded or acquired by the Memphis Grizzlies. That's disappointing, uh, except for Tony and Chris, who, who said the guy is uh, essentially a bum. Uh, uh, DeAndre Kane, you know. <laughs> Uh, you remember him? Man, yeah. I was going to say DeAndre Kane was a baller. College baller. Where was he at? Marshall, right? Marshall. Where'd he end up? Iowa State, too, I want to say. Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like... A lot like, of flirtations with Memphis. That got that got sabotaged, didn't it? That got, I, I, I feel like that got sabotaged back in the day. Mm-hmm. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um We'll see. I don't really, I don't really necessarily expect anything uh, to happen today, tomorrow, next week. But you know, the Grizzlies certainly have. Uh, We're circling. Entered the fray. They have entered the fray for Kevin Durant. We'll see if it ultimately yields anything. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks, uh, of course, to Jason Fitz for joining us on the show. Gina and Jeff, they're going to be breaking it all down next. Don't touch that dial. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.